0: Hey everyone, this is Tractor, and welcome back to the Bull Podcast. It's been a little while, I've been away in hospital, I'm all good now, but uh, yeah, I've got some guests, I'm, I'm doing some massive recording sessions over the next few days, so I'll probably drop three or four in a row. Some very exciting guests for you that are playing funny buggers in the studio. so who's our first guest?
1: Well, people call me number one spark, but fondly known as Brian, from the
2: UK. I wouldn't have guessed. Really? Apparently he's from up north. What about you, old mate? What's your name, then? My name's Richard, and I'm his older, smaller brother. Tricky Dicky! <laughs> yeah, Tricky-dick. boy! That one's going to hold true to the, <laughs> the world. That's
1: now. a patch if I've ever heard of him. Mm.
0: <laughs> Sit back, relax. So, um... Ooh, I just turned my headphones up, so they're, like, insanely loud in my yeah, ears now. Yeah, that's
1: wonderful. The clicking was, was it?
0: That's that clicking I was telling you about earlier. I yeah, it was Tourette's kicking in? Well, that's has he got Tourette's? <laughs> Heck. It's okay to have <laughs> he Tourette's. He
2: hasn't, but I have.
0: <laughs> so language warding. Okay, I'll have to tell Apple about that. Google doesn't seem to care, but Apple does. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Apple cares. Have you heard about watching.
1: Facebook letting everybody from Australia back in
0: today? By the way, did that happen yeah, today?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously sucked the proverbial penile.
0: <laughs> so he's got a filter. <laughs> Let's talk about editing later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, you guys have been roped into this. How much? How much warning did you have before the microphone was <laughs> thrust at you?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, it was kind of led astray, really. You know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, somebody getting in a particular blaster, which I've been k- pretty keen to look at. You know, being having served with it and 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 had a couple of tours with it, and uh, I was looking forward to seeing the. Uh, SLR, but unfortunately. The <laughs> Fabrique
0: Nationale. That's it, mm, yeah. FN. Yeah, and, and,
2: and really. Very I wouldn't well
0: say there was a false pretense, though.
2: No, but it was well led. <laughs> well, well deceptive. Yeah. You yeah. Because as
1: soon as you said you've got a big black box, I was thought, well, this could go one or two <laughs> ways, right?
0: Kamikaze. He's just isn't got out of like hospital. These guys yeah, have got it for you, Right, end
1: right. End. He's just got out of hospital, so is there something he isn't telling us? There might or. Be. He's got a surprise for us. And my initial thought was, when I spoke to my brother, Tricky Dicky, to my left, I said, oh, he's got a black box that we'd be really interested in. And
0: I'm thinking, oh. For those I of you at home, we're talking about a massive pelican-like rifle case. Yeah, okay So we showed Richard last night That (laughs) it was in the room That we were in Having a a meeting About unrelated stuff And I said There's something in that box And tomorrow I want to show it To you and your brother And it'll take about an hour And they're like Oh, oh, that's really interesting Oh, that
3: big carrot Was done The the bongo drums Obviously rang overnight
2: I left this place thinking Wow, he's such a smooth talker Isn't he? (laughs)
0: Well, you did more talking than me last night, which is good because I could talk the leg off chair.
1: (laughs) You want to see him when he's had a drink?
0: Oh, my. I I do want to see him when. Actually, I have seen you when you've had one furfy. Yes, that's right. Well, that's a tail in itself. ba Do
1: you know about the (laughs) furfy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. A tail in itself. Furfy? It's a tail?
0: Do you want to tell him what a Furphy is? Because I I had to school your brother on really? the history of furfy
1: and sons. Yes. Have you not seen the advert on the TV? No, no. Do I you know about furfy and sons?
2: Not not furfy and sons per se. Well, do you remember? Go on yeah, then. Yeah. Uh, well, a furfie is a is a uh, a long tail. A, yeah, exactly. A yeah, not that part. Yeah. It's 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 but not. There's more to it. There's not necessarily a true furfie. A t- mm. true tail. Yeah. But there you go.
0: Right, so I'll school you now. Yeah, go on. So, Furphy and Sons are a foundry, Mm -hmm. and they made all the ends to the water carts in World War, whichever one it was. I can't remember. Having a brain fart. So every water cart was it the
2: one with the trenches?
0: It it was one with (laughs) trenches. And I think they had rifles. True. I don't remember which side the Germans were on that time.
2: Did they practice the immediate action drill for standing on a mine?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the air and spread yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. there was definitely trench warfare. Yeah. 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 So, and long coats That's and right. funny hats. Yeah, okay. Anyway, right. So Furphy and Sons are a foundry. So when you had water carts way back, like when you were still 30 or 40. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say his all, but
1: he was around when the dinosaurs were here.
0: I was told um, when Lance – he was a Lance Corporal, right? So that's because he carried a Lance. (laughs) (laughs) And he he was a Centurion when it was a rank, not a tank. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I digress as I (laughs) normally do. So Furphy and Sons made all the ends to the water carts that we took to various places around the world and it was spun steel and like a gal Mm. piece – and for those of you at home, get on Wikipedia, check out Furphy and Sons. So, the whole water cooler thing when you're in an office, how you go to the water cooler and everyone—that's a Furphy. That's exactly what happened really? in the war because the water cart would rock up and everyone go, oh, "Let's go up there." And they'd hear from the water cart guy and they'd tell stories and Chinese whispers would ensue and everything oh, was. No, no. Get it now. That's a Furphy. See, mm. yeah. So one of the ones brought back uh, from Gallipoli is at the first recruit training battalion, right out in the front of headquarters. Um, and we found it ironic that a furphy was they've at a headquarters. Water, they've got a
2: water fountain outside the. Front. No, no, they've
0: got uh-huh. an original restored water cart. Oh, okay. With the furphy stuff on the end of it and everything. So, so when you say restored
1: cart, does it have like a pump situation going on? No, or? no, it's was gravity fed. Like oh, yeah, okay.
0: Behind a donkey Simpson and donkey style cart. Yeah, okay. mm. Like, yeah. So yeah, that
3: oh, we've gone off on a yeah, leaf yeah, on a twig yeah. on a branch here, but that's yeah. what we do on this cool.
0: podcast. Cool. We talk about all sorts of stuff, and we get
1: educated in the same time. So it's all good.
0: See, your brother yeah. did know more than you. Every well, time always. he does, but anyway. <laughs> but, so
2: <laughs> these guys
0: didn't realise that there was going to be a podcast. They knew that I had something in the case. And yes. everyone that has been on the podcast knows I put all my podcast stuff in a big rifle case. Cause yeah, well, we do that.
3: So,
0: yeah.
1: I'm,
3: so I'm
0: never
1: going to look at you in the same light now. I was expecting something long and slender to get my hands on, right?
0: Well, it's definitely not you in the mirror.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: it's not even
1: that a bunch. I'd Sorry. like to see you get
2: the SLR in a uh, podcast case. I I think I would. Thousand <laughs> fifty-four
0: millimeters long. I reckon I'll fit it in there.
2: Anyway, so
0: I better school you guys. This is the Gel Ball and MILSIM podcast. So we talk gel. about anything gel ball, we talk about anything MILSIM. And you guys have obviously you weren't born in Australia, so you've is seen really? you've, you've seen some different rules about airsoft and what did oh, do you no. ever
2: airsoft, Rich? Not in or is the that UK. more your brother's thing? Not in the UK. I did a lot of paintball and stuff like that. You know, um, yeah. You know, um, and Brian and I went and played paintball a few times, and somebody came away with a lot more welts than I did. <laughs> it sounds like my older brother Steve. <laughs> mm. I'll tell you a quick story.
0: I, I can't. Tell you guys, there is rain in the background. I don't know if it'll come through, but I'll apologise. It's just Queensland weather.
2: Tell you a quick story of a, uh, of a paintball session that we went on. <laughs> Brian and I were on the same team. Is this
1: PG? or?
2: Yeah, uh, no, it is PG.
1: Which one was that? Uh, was this Gisborough one? No, no, this is in Australia. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah up North Legs, <laughs> yeah. Oh, can we can oh. mention that? Yeah. We, yeah.
2: So so we went, went, we Mango Hill?
1: Yeah, that's one, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we yeah.
0: Went. Dennis is a listener. Oh, yeah,
1: cool. Hi, Dan. Cool.
2: Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. <laughs> So we went to to paintball, and uh, Brian and I were on the same team. And uh, <laughs> I thought
0: I nearly <laughs> shot my coffee all out of the room, then.
2: <laughs> and and uh, I saw the I saw this person hiding behind this this wall, and I thought, I wonder who that is. is he, I don't know who that is. I thought oh, stuff it. I've got to shoot him, you know. If in doubt, shoot him. <laughs> so that I sounds very Northern Ireland. can not talk I, about that? And I, and not I not couldn't know. actually see him and I couldn't get a, an angle at him. Hang but on his, a minute, but you
1: couldn't was. see me? You <laughs> could was. not see me?
0: If anyone's seen Tractor, you're a shadow of me, but you're not a little... <laughs> I'm a shadow of his leg.
2: <laughs> and uh, I thought, okay, but his foot was sticking out. So I shot him in this foot, and he stuck his head out, and then I shot him in the head.
0: At how <laughs> and many metres?
2: And he looked at me, and he went, it's me. And I went, sorry, I couldn't recognise you. No, <laughs>
3: must a long mate. <laughs>
1: now, I said, it's me. And he went, oh, is it? Kapow, kapow, kapow. <laughs> of mine, I'm like, what? He went, I'm just checking my blaster's working. Oh, sorry, my pinball gun.
0: <laughs> I, I love this, because everyone at home is going to understand, Rich, and I'm going to have to slow the audio down for you. <laughs>
1: Believe it or not, <laughs> this is like probably fifty percent slower than what I would talk when I first came to Australia. Mm.
0: Um, you can fa- hear him trying. Yeah,
1: to well, I've got you to to so you guys up, can mad. pick up on the, the the vowels and the consonants and things like that. Um, your favorite place? Your favorite place? The Centenary mm. Tavern. Mm. Uh, not San, Yeah, the, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably the first year we were here. I thought, oh, we'll try look at taverns. So we'd beat them out, Omni, we we'll try the tavern for dinner. And myself, my wife and James, Lacey wasn't born at the time, and we went in there, right, seen the menu, start looking, oh yeah, I'll go for the steak as usual, chips, whatever. have you. Um, the wife, right, so we're from literally the same part in the... I thought Andrew was an oddie. No. No, no, She no, doesn't no, talk no. about you. Basically, the you difference... <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is what this is what I'm getting to, no, right? Sorry, this no. is what I'm getting to. So, basically... Oh, right, it's, in. sorry. It, oh, it's, I, it's like southern a Brisbaneite and a northern Brisbaneite, the river divides and the, the, the You
0: mean there's something north of the river?
2: <laughs> Have you yeah, not told him? Yeah, just one road,
0: stay away from it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like if you cross the river, yeah. you end up in Rockhampton. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> so so anyway, we're at the time, we sat Sorry, there and, Yeah, enjoyed our meal, had a had a few pints or maybe a couple of jugs and Andrew wanted some dessert. Right? And now mm-hmm. n- now tractors nodding, he understood what I meant by dessert. Mm-hmm. Right now, Andrea well, is not di- a big place for sand, yeah. The other yeah, 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 So, anyway, the wife, like, oh, chocolate brownies. So, she, um, she says, Is there any other desserts on the menu? And the the young guy came over and he's going, Excuse me, she went, Is there any other desserts on the menu? And his colleague walked past and he's going. And he says, Oh, is there a problem? And oh, yeah, I'm just trying to understand what she's asking for. So I'm sat there and I've had a few. I'm going, Oh, here we go. Here we go. She's going to curl that lip up, right? Which you go like that, right? And she said, You get that a bit. Yeah. Do you have any more desserts on the menu? So they both looked at each other in stunned amazement. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So, you should have said it in French, though. might have not yeah. understood. So, uh, anyway, this girl came over, Aussie girl came over, and Andrew says, um, your two colleagues are not understanding what I'm saying. Um, I'm just asking for any more desserts on the menu. Mm-hmm. She went, oh, you want some desserts? And I'm like, desserts? That's what she just said. And the other two guys went, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go and bring the menu. And I'm just sat there in amazement thinking, how is it that that wasn't understandable? And she does have a little bit of a different twang. And like I say, the difference is a river between us. So I was from Middles... We were originally from Middlesbrough, and she's from Stockton. So she says she was from a better place, but if you call the Bronx a better place, then I don't know what,
0: you know... um, It's all too brief to me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, (coughs) uh, Do you think
2: there's actually a stronger accent between the two Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I can see it. You can see it. For you guys at home, these guys
3: are brothers. (laughs) These guys are brothers.
0: So uh, if you think they're... uh, They've got a different or the same, comment somewhere on the podcast, share it. Tell me in one of the gel blaster groups whether these guys sound like they're brothers or not. Because when you look at them, it's only their eyes that make them look like brothers. They've got beady little eyes. (laughs) Oh, as a wife would say, I've got piss
1: holes in the snow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't use them often, but that was worth it. You're
1: going to have to get used to our sort of like... um, What's the word I'm looking for? I'm trying not to be uh, too clever, but... um, Sarcastic sense of humour. Oh, well, there's that as well. They still haven't got the dry sense of... Oh, Oh, oh the wit. For
0: for anyone that's at home, I feel like Max Payne in the Xbox game. I need to press the button to (laughs) slow time down (laughs) so I can understand them. Not me. Rich is fine. Yeah, It's like talking to one of my own brothers. He's got a posh But the northern monkey over there, I've got nothing. As long as you don't call me a Geordie. I just escaped I, from the North The only East thing I younger. know about Geordie's is Geordie Shore is a show. That's all I know. Man, don't,
1: don't, even, don't even insult my intelligence with that show. was that absolutely good. <laughs> We've got a
0: bunch of people at the window, so I better hit pause. Because they always don't want to come in. They're like, oh, shit, he's recording a podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I Tony, left, I left Tony the has tried to be on a podcast multiple times.
2: Tony, come on in. He's, he's out
3: there. Oh,
2: we okay. should go and throttle yeah, him. Go, drag him in.
3: in.
0: Drag him in. He's a big talker, that Tony. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, he talks that much, you could talk a glass of ice to sleep. <laughs>
0: well, Roxy makes up for it. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, for those of you home, th- Tony's wife. Yeah. yeah. no one knows who Roxy is. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I left Tony's wife.
2: Well, um, I left the Northeast when I was y- a lot younger. So, I, you know. How many hundred
0: ax- years ago was it?
2: My accents faded. So I spent a lot of my time down in kind of like the southwest of. UK, um, Bournemouth, uh, Plymouth, Salisbury. Have you
1: noticed all these towns have got
2: mouth in there, in, the, in the town? <laughs> Devon, Salisbury, Bodmin, I used to spend a lot of time down there as well. <laughs> Plymouth, I spent a lot of time in. Lived in Plymouth for about three years. How long did you yeah. live
1: down in Bister for, when you were down in the, uh, the army?
2: Oh, basic there? training, well I just did my basic training down in Bista. Um so, I thought you were there for a while. No, it's just basic training. and Then after that, he, you he had to repeat it, it
0: a couple of times to get it right. <laughs> no, I didn't. Nineteen, month, I've, I've 19 months in a three-month recruit course, <laughs> <laughs> but a <boom>. Yeah,
2: no. Nah. <laughs> right.
0: So, enough about accents. Let's actually talk about something. Gel blast. Yeah, cool. So, obviously, you've you've done some um, real shooting. You, you've mm. got a bit of military behind you, whereas. Brian's got no idea. No, But he's got actually, all the gear. No, 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 no. The, actually, you're quite wrong, actually. Um, <laughs> I've seen you. <laughs> Tony's in the room. He's laughing. He'll do anything he can to not be on Tony, able to come podcast, and sit he here. Come and sit here,
2: because I need to go powder my nose. Why does he look like a 70s porn star? Doesn't he? Huh?
0: <laughs> I like to call him Wogboy. Boy. All right, let's have a five-minute break. So, yeah, perfect time for that. We're recording. <laughs> We won't one. edit that one out. The what spot? Exactly. <laughs> Who cares? It?
2: Yeah. yeah, it's in the wallet.
0: 19 years, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> it's in the wallet. Sorry, isn't Kylie, it? I'll shut the f- up. <laughs> um, for anyone that knows me, they don't know Kylie, and there's a reason for that because she's so ashamed of me. <laughs> she truly yeah. loves you then? Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. When a corporal marries a lieutenant,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Well yeah. Yeah. And I was the corporal, not oh. the lieutenant. <laughs> <the laughs> <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: So how long does she serve for?
0: Uh, she only discharged last year. Did she? As a reservist. Okay. Um, um, so last time she did serious work was the Boxing Day tsunami. She went over there. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, okay. okay. Stuff. Uh, I'll respect all respect out to her then. Cool. Yeah. So she's got her HOSM and her, we're working on her ADM at the moment. Okay. It's like her staff never organised that. And anyone that's in defence knows like this came on Monday medal. Yeah, yeah Anyway Let's not talk about Kylie Because she will f- throttle me So you've played airsoft and paintball
1: I used to also have a lot of firearms in the UK Before the gun laws got changed in 94 so, Yeah So um, you had
0: um, some 1911s Based uh, on looking yeah, at the Yeah I had an
1: original 1911 from 39 mm-hmm. uh, And that never ever got shot That was just my, my, my go to beautiful piece that was there uh, Desert Eagle So if
0: you don't shoot it How can it be your go-to?
2: I just <laughs> He went to it He just never picked it up And shot it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ron, no, he It's like a cinnamon <laughs> him for went to <laughs> Yeah. Anyway Getting back to
1: it So I was a member Of a gun club The gun laws changed And obviously um, We could only shoot Either black powder Anything over 2-2 Was black powder And that didn't interest me uh,
0: Did so that include cannons? Because we, we had a phase Where you could have A 12 gauge cannon uh, in f- I, I didn't
1: go down the route to find that out to be honest, yeah. you know. Um, you know, when, when that when that was taken away in '94 after that uh, hungover uh, disaster, uh, that guy and the kids and
0: all that, um, it just took everything well, away. Was, Aussie probably won't know, but it's a similar thing to Port Arthur, that's I right, yeah. You, guys, yeah, you know.
1: Mm. Um, so we had a like a gun amnesty, you had either hand them into the police or uh, sell them back to a gunsmith, and he did whatever he did, dispose of them or decommission them or whatever.
0: Sold um, them on the black market, yeah, yeah, pretty
1: much. Um, I had a Winchester. Funny story. Well, not a funny story, but a story I had. I went to a, a Bisley gun show with a, a gunsmith in the UK. and
0: The same Bisley I know, Rich? Yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
1: And there was a lot of people selling stuff, and I couldn't buy this particular box per se because um, there was license parts in there that, that I wasn't allowed to have because of my uh, license status in the UK. Mm-hmm. So he bought them. Uh, it was, we paid like £40 or 80 bucks for this. Uh, you remember the old Indian tea chess? No. Well, that, basically that, that like that a big square run. box. And it was just uh, cylinders stars. in there, pistol grips. And i seen this uh, barrel sticking out. It. Oh, it looks like a Winchester. i like, okay, cool. Pulled it out. Oh, yeah. Winchester. Cool. Barrel, foregrip, uh, receiver. Handle the full shebang was there. The only
2: thing that was damaged on it was that the was a lever action, yeah. For those yeah. not seeing
0: the actions that Brian's doing, we're on radio. Yeah, 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 it was a lever action. The only, re-
2: the only reason why he didn't go down the black powder route as well because he couldn't sort out the flint. <laughs> <laughs> he's a man that can't light fire. Let's hmm. So, is this going to revert that why he's to sparky? Uh,
1: Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one.
0: But um, wait for it. I've got to slow it down because then people will understand it when yeah. we're in slow motion. <laughs> So obviously, to keep
1: my interest in what I like to do, the was shooting sports, the shooting sports mm-hmm. was uh, paintball and airsoft. But airsoft at the time wasn't really a big thing. Was that pre UKARA? Uh, enlighten me on the UKARA. It's the UK airsoft
0: regulations,
1: Prof- that- probably because it yeah. was ninety four. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, I would assume so. So um, you were allowed to. You weren't even allowed to have replicas as a collection mm-hmm. because obviously the. Uh, situation where you could perceive to have a real firearm um so they were all banned um so like say and and that's
0: back when bobby still just carried a stick yeah Yeah, yeah, good old meat truncheon,
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. full-on thing um so like i say getting back into it uh my other brother our, our other brother in the uk um I'll put it this way, I help him um, spend his divorce settlement money every weekend for two years. <laughs> Hi, Andy, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, big bro. Um, will so, he
0: listen to this? Uh, oh, we'll tell
1: him. He will, will now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty You're much, on a podcast, bro. What? Yeah, so pretty much we used to go out on the, on the slurpees on a Saturday night and then go paintballing on a Sunday, uh, hungover, which wasn't the very best thing to do. But mm. And it was back when it was the bolt actions and the pump action paintball guns. Yep. It wasn't, nothing was like uh, mm. automatic or anything like that. Well, it
0: was good because she like two hundred rounds would last you all day and still cost you a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And then when the gas run out, the ball used to dribble out the end. You know, uh, story of my life. But anyway, we, we, oh, we weren't going that one. The,
2: the puns
1: <laughs> we could have with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got into that, and then, like you say, the the airsoft scene. I'm
0: just thinking of Andrea.
3: <laughs>
2: well, she did say to him, "Take it slow." <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: moving
1: right along. anyway,
2: going going back to the subject
1: at hand. Um yeah, oh, so I try to keep into the spot that I like to do. Um airsoft, like I say, wasn't a big thing then. Um so I started like getting some uh airsoft pistols. I had a SIG uh Sour P two two six, I had a Mac ten, but it mm-hmm. was all metal, not like some of the stuff you see
0: here recently. Well there is an all metal Mac eleven. Yeah. I haven't seen the metal Mac ten uh,
1: Yeah, yet. well this was Green gas, mm-hmm. and this thing was like they used to fire not just the normal like uh, 6.6 BBs, the plastic ones. You could put a steel ball bearing in this thing mm-hmm. and it'd fire through a, a fire door. That's how <laughs> that's how good it was, right?
0: Mm. Um, yeah, that's what we need in Australia. Yeah, I you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, s- ultra elites are killing everybody. <laughs> Let's get some steel balls up here. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so that's quality how. So that's quality how testing methods for fire doors. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. that was yeah. great. Yeah, fantastic. Oh. So that's how I progressed into that. And like I say, when I moved over here, I was like, Richard, oh, I want to get back into it. And well, look. what year did you get here? Uh, 2012.
0: Yep. So, yeah. And you went, there's no airsoft here? Yeah, I know. And paintballs. Well, the
1: first expensive. thing I looked at was obviously how the process of getting your firearms license. I like, oh my God, it's such a rigmarole just to get it, you know what I mean? Richard's got a very good friend from Lodge that is involved in it. And he said, "Oh no, it's a piece of cake, mate. It's all good." He brought shotguns over and everything. I'm like, "Yeah, you've already got your license, and you just literally got to walk into it." I said, "The the, the procedure over here is quite a, a longevity thing." So mm-hmm. I was like, "You know, I couldn't justify the money at the moment because we just moved to Australia. We get our foundations down, get our routing, you know, get a job going, get get into work and things like that." You know, so
0: yeah, well, I've heard, c- heard you have trouble holding a job. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just going on your mouth. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh, he was ready there, I wasn't know, he? I was Did ready. you see how he was <sighs> cocked then, eh? Did you see that? <laughs> Any more
0: cock? He'd be cocked,
1: <laughs> huh? huh? see, see that nerve he touched? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Richard's getting a lot of talk time. Here. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> Probably only tell me he will, but anyway.
1: Um, so, so, yeah, so I was looking at that. I'm like, yeah, too expensive. I'm blah, just blah, trying blah. to capture
2: the oxygen while I can. <laughs>
1: Yeah, your oxygen thief. Stop. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um,
1: so we said, oh, we'll do a bit of paintball. And same scenario, you go up the paintball and it's like $100 on balls and this and you think, oh my God, what an expensive spot. And I like, looked in Airsoft, they don't do it over here. I was like, really? And then, like I said, looked at gel blasting. Obviously, it's only been a, a recent. And I was like, oh, cool. Wake up, fantastic. over the river, 20 minutes to get there gets my son out of the house off the Xbox, get him interactive, a bit of exercise. He can bring his friends down. He does uh, Call of Duty on the thingy, so why not do sort of like a semi-real scenario with... Called IRL. <laughs> blasters, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and he loved it, you know? Yep. Um, met some good people. <clears throat> Except me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know. And like say, the camaraderie. No, the camaraderie see you, right? Of just after that initial meeting of coming yep. down, it was yep. a though I'd known you for years, you know? Yeah, I, I remember the first time we yeah. rocked out because I thought, "Is mm. his toss
0: tosspot?
3: Is,
1: <laughs> is he Irish? I can't understand the goddamn
0: word he's saying." I thought you were Canadian. Oh, the best. Canadians are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guy from Canada here on the weekend. Yeah, no. And yeah. the only reason I didn't call him a septic is because he was wearing the flag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank goodness I didn't
1: yeah. say boo. Uh, he, he had a bit of a discussion on the word tourniquet as well. But anyway, that's another story. Mm. <laughs> mm.
0: Was it a tourniquet or something? That's, that's right. Tourniquet, yeah. tourniquet, yeah. So Parlez-vous Francais? No. 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 So, he did. Yeah.
1: So so that's where we are with regards to I want to try and like keep into something that I like doing. Uh yeah, I don't have any military experience like my brother, but I've got a lot of friends who've served and my respect to anyone that served, yourself included, Tony, Richards, everybody that I know. Um, you know, if it wasn't for you guys and past and present then, We wouldn't be sitting here now doing what we're doing, you know. So I worked on the Army base for four years, met a lot of good people up there. Um, Drank a lot of beer too. Oh, a little bit, (laughs) a little bit. Um, So, you know, um, when Richard joined the Army, I was like, oh, you know, obviously worried about his sibling because he was served in the first Gulf War, you know, and we wrote to each other all the time, airmail. Back before internet and all that, and you know it was like a
0: letter. Away. so you would have been like a staff sergeant by then, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Colour sergeant, almost. Yeah. I can't keep up with all these other country ranks. Yeah.
1: So you know, so like I say we kept kept in touch, like on a weekly thing, um, you know. And I was reading what he's gone through, you know. And I'm like, God damn, how's he managing out there? You know, the things he's seen and and whatnot, and you know. So like I say, on here for you guys, he's dead.
2: Yeah,
0: so yeah. Let's give Richard a chance now. Go on then. What do you want to know? <laughs> so, what what brought you to gel? Was it Brian?
2: Oh, look, you know it. It was it was, a, it, was a, it was a matter of doing something again, you know, and and um, getting back into the skills that we learnt when we were in the army and we were trained and stuff like that, you know. Um, and, and Brian said, Oh, I'm going over to Wakeall. It's just down the road. And I thought, Oh, yeah, it is just down the road. And, <clears throat> um, and it's won- not cobbled in one lane, and hand yeah. drivers don't fit down it when you drive a road here either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it everywhere. wasn't a donkey and a cart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's I came back. 40 down. leagues away. <laughs> well, <and> <laughs> <laughs> I need to shut up.
3: <laughs> Everyone's at home saying the same. <laughs>
2: Sorry. I thought you were going to give me a chance to talk. Oh, so yeah, I
0: will. <laughs> no, you I'm
2: not promising weed. Over to you, Trav. <laughs> Can you hear that? It's the sound of the crickets. You know what you need? You tumbleweed. Need, you need a tumbleweed. Tumbleweed one, that's right, tumbleweed. Do they actually make a sound? Though?
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like when you've been well, reamed
2: out stuff. and you fart and it goes. Did you hear that? that Was his fault not to move. No, wings. I'm just trying to capture the moment, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and 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 I think, like every military person or every veteran, you know, once they leave the forces, one of the things that I miss greatly, and and there's only other one other place that I've encountered it since being in civilian street, um, and that is Freemasonry, mm-hmm. um, uh, one and I'm, what I'm talking about, is is the camaraderie, you know. Um, it's, I don't believe there's anything like it in civilian streets, mm. you know, and, and military people understand yeah. it because of the fact I could argue,
1: that... I could argue that a bit, but that's...
2: Oh, look, when you've kind of got to, got to have each other's back when you... I've, I've never recaptured it anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Mm. When you're in kind of, you know, theatre of operations and, and you, you have to think about your buddy mm. uh, and and the actions that you're taking and, and mm. your missions and things like that, then it's indescribable it's, it's unless you've been in that situation. Mm.
1: Can I just yeah. jump in there? Now, obviously, i said I've experienced it elsewhere, but when I look at it, the, a lot of the members of... Um, a club I frequent, they're all ex-forces. Yeah. So, obviously, I do see that within that club. But back in the UK, like I say, I, I was a member of a bike club, not a bikey club. Mm-hmm. And there was that camaraderie there. There was some force, ex-forces people in there. But um, we were like a band of brothers. We looked out for each other, you know. Um, three mm-hmm. amigos, myself, Ch- Chop, and Dave. Um, inseparable, you know what I mean. Uh, help each other out, Um but like I say, I haven't experienced the camaraderie that you guys have because mm. obviously it's a l- totally different situation. It's a life changing, life threatening situation. Something
0: I was so, lamenting and occasionally come back on Facebook, the memory will come up is one of my greatest regrets is um not serving in the infantry. Okay. I, I did I was Sorry in three I, I was in closed. three different corps, I had nine different A C N so and you say not gonna keep a job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyone that's in the army <laughs> is going, How the bloody hell can you nine ECNs in
2: twelve years? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, mm. and you got promoted too, my God. Mm. So, so why the big regret of not being in the infantry? Why? Because of the
0: camaraderie that they mm. have now. Not mm. not what what they did then, mm. not being able to go, oh, it was a grunt or mm. any of that stuff. Mm. But what I see now is the guys that were in a battalion together are still together now. Mm. The guys I served with, mm. very few of them, like, there's probably four guys that I'm vaguely in contact with, mm. Mm. Um, I was really good mates uh, with a guy. We went through Kapuka together. We went through an initial training course for aviation corps together, mm. and we got our first posting together. Mm. Uh, but even that guy, we've we've fallen out and lost touch and whatnot. Mm. And I see that the the arms, the real arm. They say the aviation's an arms corps, but it's not, mm. as far as I'm concerned. The real arms
2: corps guys have a bond that is almost unbreakable. Well, it's because of that life threatening, mm. you know. Um, situation, you know, and, and one, one of the things that made me get out of the army and it was a, a, a big turning curve for me was, um, I think I told you about it before, uh, was when I came back from the first Gulf war and, uh, you know, you tell a subordinate to go do something and they turn around and tell you to F off, you know, and yeah. you, you put them on orders. And, and, and yeah. when they get marched in front of the commanding officer, he just looks at the, uh, I don't know what they call me in Australia, but mm-hmm. we had the old 252s, which is the charge sheet. Yeah um and he just looked at it and tore it up and threw it in the bin and the the RSM marched him out and he got nothing done to him and I, yeah. you know and and when they come through basic training with the old yellow card and the red card now you know i mean you, how can you break somebody down and then you know rebuild them back up to what you need them to be to do the function that they're there to they wanted to be there to do yeah. you know um and and one of the things that kind of really stuck in my mind was that I don't want this guy on patrol with me. Yep. You know.
0: I don't want to be worrying that he's still awake. on picket at two in the morning and somebody gets us all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or even if you tell him to, you know, do something Mm. out on patrol and he turns around and says, nah, stuff it. Mm. You know. And that that decision in that split second could be definitive Mm. for, for not only a individual but the whole patrol. You know? and, and that was the big change factor for me.
0: Like mm. When I came back, I, I've done peacekeeping, so I, I came back from my seppin, second UN trip and they went, right, we're sending you to 1RTB. You're going to be an instructor. And right. I got there and I saw that the training that we were delivering didn't match our needs mm. on the ground or it didn't reflect how we were operating in the real world. We were still a very 90s doctrine, mm. um, even some of the Vietnam stuff was still very prevalent. Mm. This is early 2000s before the, the Middle East had really ramped up again mm. and it, it was just really frustrating to go, they've sent me here because I've got operational experience, mm. yet I'm not able to deliver that to mm. anyone. Mm. Not mm. not directly, Not um, it, it was all by inculcation or a, an informal chat or all right, if you're on
2: operations and this happens type stuff, it wasn't the in this lesson you'll be taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I I spent six months doing quick QRF, Mm. you know, quick reaction force for those that are are not military. And, um, you know, the the drills that you do in that day Mm. in, day out over that six-month period, you know, and and it's not just the drills, but it's the fact that, you know, you're up for the amount of time that you're awake Mm. and and you maybe get an hour, if you're lucky, Mm. sometimes. And many... uh, even now in civilian life, you know, in my in my work, you know, I can go for three days without sleep, yeah. and then my body will just turn around and say, "Not had enough now and shut down." Mm. But I know what I'm capable of, and that's one of the things that I really valued that I got from the army. And I'm sure yeah. every military person understands that is that, you know, showing we, yourself where your limits are. We, we know what we're of. capable of. You know, we we understand what what we can and can't do. Mm. You know, and, and it was really bizarre, and I'm sure you guys had the same thing as, you know, I used to go home on leave, and I used to meet old school friends, and they'd be like, oh, hi, what are you doing? you know, you tell them about, you know, throwing yourself out of a helicopter, you know, abseiling out of a helicopter, and, you know, um, uh, doing adventure training and stuff like that, you know, uh, Forward abseiling down a cliff, all mm. that kind of stuff, you know. And they look at you with that blank look on their face. You know, you've lost them as soon as you start talking about it because they've got no clue about the 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 feeling that you have when you do all of that stuff, yeah. you know. Um, and and I just used to, say, yeah, nice to meet you, and, and then just walk away. You know, yeah. there's no point in trying to um, relate to somebody that just doesn't understand that.
0: I, I often chat very informally to people that i was at school with but i can't say i can maintain a relationship with most of those people because our lives have turned out so differently yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i went to a school in victoria in a rural community and there was like grade one through six there was like 15 of us mm-hmm. sort of at the school it was a really small school mm-hmm. and yeah i just, I just can't but part the agronomy and Farming type stuff. Um, I
2: can't talk to them about anything. Mm. There's no commonality. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and and, ha- and so going back to your original question, gel balling. So I came down here, and, and one of the things that I liked about down here was just the, the atmosphere, the relaxed atmosphere and also that feeling of camaraderie. Mm. Um, bit of banter. Yeah, a bit of banter and stuff like that. But the other thing that I, I picked up on strongly as well was um, that I could sense there was a lot of trauma that people were dealing with. Yeah. Just just a feeling I got, Yeah, you know. Um, and, you know, I mean... We like we all have certain levels of PTSD, you know, for whatever um, theater of operations we've been in, whatever we've ever seen, um, and things like that. And we all deal with it in different ways. And one of it—it it really dawned on me here—is that, you know, the likes of you, when we talk, we're very conscious of the levels of PTSD or trauma that certain people may be displaying. Or even, you know, um, just...
0: And, and we've certainly talked about it in terms of refing and That's right. And the people, we word people up when we mm. know somebody that's having a bit of troubles on the field. We say to the refs, just keep your eye on that fella. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, because I, we've, we can do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, invited Rich down and it was in the back of my mind of how is he going to react? You know, loud bangs, things like that. And I did say to him, you know, is this something that... Is sort of like um, For the trigger yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and he said, "Look, he said, I deal with it in my own way. As long as I know it's coming, mm. then it's not so bad."
2: Yeah, um, and you're never going to know, well, well, you know, whether it's coming or not because when you're in theatre of operations, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's that you being know, on edge the whole time. It's yeah, it is. But the the, the the what it it was more about being in control of the environment. That I know, I'm up at like that. It isn't it, you know. It's about being able to control that those triggers to yep. a set, certain degree, um, but also it's a different way of dealing with trauma because when mm. you're out there and you're in battle mode for argument's sake, yep. um, those triggers for trauma get pushed to the back of your mind mm. because you go automatically into battle the mode. The drills. You know all of those things that you're trained to do, you just go back into it, and then you worry about everything that you afterwards yep. you know deal with it afterwards, and things just like soldier that soldier on yeah, soldier on exactly and and to be perfectly honest you know um i I've, I've only ever been to one remembrance parade in australia and and I struggled with that one yep you know um, very I, much I, I don't march yeah. Um, it's very rare
0: to see me with, mm. even with my medals. Mm. Um, and I've certainly had discussions with Martin, our CEO, mm. um, about that and I have done it once mm. since knowing him but I am very, very uncomfortable mm. um, with the whole thank you for your servicing." thing. It, mm. it makes me feel bad when mm. somebody tries to and, and I think that's the humility of the Australian soldier. Um, I, I can't speak for other countries but we we don't like to be singled out and no. said thank you to and whatnot and um, yeah have that discussion at home guys um, to the listeners talk talk to the people and say look is that how you guys feel as well so that you don't have an awkward silence sometime when you go oh, well I want to thank you for your service mm. people would rather talk about what they did or not did mm. than go get thanked mm. Um, mm. yeah I often look at guys that have lost legs and lost eyes and mm. blah 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 and go that, that's a guy to thank mm. somebody that's one of vc or an mm or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm happy to thank those guys but yeah. i was just a, a cog in a gearbox
2: yeah cog in a gearbox but and and unfortunately you know there are those veterans that are uh, disabled more than physically disabled mm. more than obviously you know uh, and they've got their own trauma to deal with as mm. well you know um and And I think you're right in that you know civilians and I, 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 that's just a broad brush stroke, yeah you know uh, civilians really um, don't get that is that the level again it's that level of trauma isn't it you know whether it's a physical disability or whether it 's a mental disability you know and and how you conduct your civilian life can be triggered a lot by. What may be a flashback for you, for example? You know, yeah. I mean, my son the other, the other week and none been on to him. You know, and I, I never used to say things to my son. You know, and and I never really talked to Brian about what went on in the military. And there are still some things that I don't like talking about. Um, and my my son was in the kitchen with me uh, before Christmas, and he thought it was a good idea to pop the old crisp packet. Yeah, you know, um, Chris packet or a bag or so, some sort that—that's that, chips for you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 I just kind of froze and I said, "Look," I said, "I said I've just had a flashback because of that." Now, norm- yeah. before I would never have said that; mm. I'd have just dealt with it and not said anything.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really lucky with my triggers. Um, did time in Indonesia mm. had an incident there and. There is a very distinct smell to Indonesian cigarettes and tobacco. Anyone that's been to Bali or whatever, mm. they know that smell. Mm. It, that sets me off more than a loud bang ever will. That takes me straight back there. Mm. Um, and, and I thank God that I was working in helicopters. So mm. helicopters don't set me off. They're the Freedom Bird. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And so you know, there's the and and I think that's what a you know there are. Those veterans that have supporting partners, Mm. um, you know, it's it's a credit to those partners that do support them and support, you know, those that are going through difficult times and stuff like that. Mm. But again, they need backup as well. And that's the other thing about Wounded Heroes. And one of the things, values that I like about Wounded Heroes is that it's not just about the veterans. It's about the families and, and, and the offspring of those families as yep. well because they're the next generation. Mm. You know, and, and it's bad enough that we, you know, sometimes we have a generational gap for, for parenting for argument's sake you know there's a lot of mm-hmm. young kids now that don't grow up with a lot of good values that you know like so you and I grew up with you know
3: mm.
2: respect your elders and all those kind of things you know yeah. nothing Carthel wrong with the stone tablet all that yeah. yeah exactly you know there's nothing <coughs> think the wrong word with you those values us,
0: Snowflakes? yeah I think that's probably about right look um, there is a great quote on the internet about um, children nowadays scoff their food and and talk back to their parents, and And you know who wrote that? Aristotle. Mm. So it's not our generation that sees every generation, mm. looks at the one before and
2: goes, well, we had it so much harder, mm. I walk mm. through snow with just newspaper on my feet. Yeah, you're right, but I think, I think it...
0: But there is difference. There is there a is, difference, you know,
2: but when you say that and look historically, you like, yeah, well, it's happened in generations before, but... We don't have generations with the, where the parents go, I'm giving up.
3: Mm.
2: I'm not parenting. I'm going to leave it to society. I'm going to leave it to get technology and I'm going to leave it to the schooling system mm. to parent my children. Yeah. You know? Parent by abdication. You know? Yeah, the, the, the
0: rights and importance of your individuality mm. can override That's things right. that I can't comprehend as somebody that can't have kids. Mm. Um,
2: mm. Yeah. And there's, you know, it... it as a parent we want to cultivate and, and encourage our children to have that individuality and stuff like that but you know there's, sti- there's still societal expectations for when our children grow up and go out into mm. society you know um, the way some kids talk to people nowadays you know You're gosh not I mean You're when I right. first joined up you know if you did something wrong you were taken around the back and you had a talking to yep. if you came back with a bloody nose then you accidentally fell over yeah. you know that's the kind of background that yep. we're from I'm flipping what
0: you're frying yeah, yeah absolutely but anyway I've certainly had my bed thrown out the window and mm. all sorts of other stuff's going on when I was a recruit but unfortunately I wasn't able to do a lot of that as an instructor but we found other ways mm. that worked within the rules and achieved
2: the same aims
0: mm. I was a big fan of show parades myself
2: yeah I had a few show parades mm. uh, I was banned out the naffy a few times yep. and yeah, show parades are a bit of a nightmare. Yep. Five times a day is, is for a whole week. And <laughs> yeah, I remember them well. Yeah, pe- people
0: <laughs> stop their behaviour when it affects their free time.
2: Yeah, a few of them. And in. it <laughs>
0: you about a lot. Right, so um, but, let's talk about gel blasters now. What do you run?
2: Nothing right now. <coughs> Nothing. Well, I, I you do so. I, I, you do bloody so. Yeah. I run. I run rentals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I
0: heard somebody loaned you like a permanent loan of something, maybe a Mark Eighteen Mod Zero.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that yet.
0: I handed it to you on Saturday on Sunday morning. No, I didn't. No,
1: I didn't.
2: No. I did. No.
0: No, I took it off the shelf in the shop and went over and said, "Take this and go and use it."
2: Oh, but I had to give that
3: back, didn't I? Oh, ah, so Tony there. stole it off you?
2: T- no, I gave oh, it back to yes. Tony because it—it it, it was the gel. It was the gels that just kept exploding. It was—they were exploding. Wasn't before it a, before they wasn't it a left Barry the barrel. issue as well?
0: well, you got what you
2: paid for. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you didn't buy anything. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm running anyway.
0: So you're going to go to Parabellum? I hear. I am. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Knowing what little you know about Parabellum, yeah. what 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 is your loadout going to be? What are you? How are you going to set yourself up for this? Because obviously you could set yourself up in a very similar way to what you wore many years ago, but technology and whatnot has changed. How are you going to go? All right, I'm going to use what is available now to me, not spend a million dollars and still mill him. Yes. <coughs> <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Just take that one in the chin tractor.
2: That's exactly right.
0: right so, you're not going out and buying all multi cams and helmets no. and night vision no. and blah, blah, blah.
2: I mean, ha- this face can't take any more damage.
1: <laughs> Brian. With regards to um, parabellum? It, or yeah, if you it, were going to go, because oh, you're if, not able to because yeah, of work and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you were going to go. And house commitments, things like that, it's, it's a.
0: People have lives, so yeah. We yeah get that.
1: You know, I'm I'm devastated. I can't go because I'd like to experience that situation with you guys yeah. and see how that sort of it, that that side of it is run. You
0: know, and did you do mil sims in airsoft in the UK?
1: No, no. Just it, weekend, it, yeah. Just games. weekend warrior games scenario. It wasn't anything like that. A friend of mine, um, Graham Carson, if you're listening, um, he was sponsored by a telco company in the UK to do paintballing. He mm-hmm. went all through Europe. Uh, some of the scenarios he was doing, I was like, God damn, that's awesome. Helicopter drop-ins, yeah. uh, tunnel, all, all dis- disused mines, Tony, and things like that. We need
0: a helicopter. So, yeah,
1: He's I mean... not not disagreeing people. And he he got into that heavily, you know. He was he was sponsored. He, there was nothing he wanted. To, you know, they just said, right, take this. It's yeah. a new gun. Uh, Triptronic t- triggers. Uh, uh, electrically operated hoppers for the things, you know. And yep. he had things that weren't even out on the shops, you know. And I was like, wow. And he was into that for like eight years solid yep. you know and um, so yeah so going back to the Parabellum thing yeah, I'd love to go I really would um, but like I said wh-
0: what would you with the limited knowledge you have of what Parabellum is yeah what would you pack what would you take and what would you leave behind Uh, I mean like I, are you going to go out and buy cams no so what are you going to wear uh, just work gear oh uh,
1: like yeah I might wear like a uh, like a green-beige top type of thing, but I'm not going to go with the full military scenario stuff, you know. Um, obviously pants as well. Pants would
2: be <laughs> I could
0: just wear my tool apron.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Let's, let's, let's There's
0: probably a Mason joke in there, but I won't do it.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> um, like I say, if I was going to go, like I say, it'd just be something I'm comfortable in. I don't want to spend millions of bucks to go and enjoy something. Um, do you have a vest or any
0: of that stuff? Uh, no, I don't have... Do you any. do a belt with
1: a... have oh, got a, a belt. belt yeah, or? I've got a belt. Uh, I've got a belt holster type of thing, um, which I just put my speed loader in. Um, it was for the 1911 that went back, but I'm not, not going to talk about that. No, you don't need to. Um, so I'd have stuff to support me out in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, I might take a camel pack with the hydro, hydro pack in, with pouches in, so I can put the mags in, but I'm not going to go, like, full camoed up because... I know I'm not the most nimble of persons and if I fall over and damage stuff that like I have done in the past... Uh, I hear
2: they're bringing out a... a like a log suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> So you log can just lay down. <laughs> no over, yeah. over your neighbour's door. <laughs> um, <laughs> so with regards to a tyre, uh,
1: yeah, it just be something i feel comfortable in. Uh, I w- wouldn't get hot in type of thing. Um, obviously, protect UV protection type of thing, but yeah, that's it. I wouldn't go full hog like these guys do. I mean... You know, sometimes like no disrespect to the guys that go full mill sim, all the gear, no idea. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, I didn't want to go there, <laughs> but man,
3: just yeah. Look, oh, I, I, all,
0: all power to you if if that's what you want to do. Yeah. I've been there, done that, carried the torch, and yeah. um, I'm not super interested in wearing multicams no. or even oscam. No, no. No. Like,
2: you know, I, ATAX FG. Hear, yeah, baby. Yeah. I, 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 my belief is that. Um, adapt- you don't need camo. Adaptability. Mm-hmm. Get, into, get into situation. Mm. Get in situ and, and, and see what's there. Yep. And then adapt to that. Yep.
0: So I, from what I understand, you're going to basically be civvy clothes, really simple um, mag carrier, not a plate
2: carrier, no. um, basically a battle bra I be and a to camelback. Move. I want to be able to move. As, as silly as that sounds. As
0: nimbly as you can I know, want
2: to be able to move and... and um, There's an old man joke. I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Tactical Zimmer ta- frame. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I
1: mean, I, I, going back to, um, like you say, the full camo stuff.
2: <laughs> We've got
1: point
0: a little electric yeah. wheelchair oh, yeah. in the okay. room. Yeah.
1: Going back to the full camo so you see a lot of guys wear it. I don't know if the mili- ex-military or whatever, but you'll see them fall over or lay on the ground and they'll get up and go... Oh got some dirt on my stuff. Oh dear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for me that's not yeah what it's about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At the end of the day the military stuff is a tactical thing, not to be seen, da 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 you're not worried about if you get ripped on or whatever. These guys a lot of sorry, a lot of people it's just a, a visual thing. And if that thinks yep. if they think that makes them better in the field, then good luck to them at the end of the day. Um You know, if you can survive with what you got, for me, like Richard said, adaptability, adapt and overcome is what he used to say, and if you can utilise um, getting through a strategic operation with the very little um, supplies or stuff, then, you know, I think the more respect will go to that person. I I know what I I,
0: I carried on operations was a little bit to eat, some ammunition and water. Mm. You don't need to get more complicated than that. Mm. Things that go bang... Things to stop things going bang yeah. and water.
2: Yeah, water's the biggest thing. Yeah, what is
0: biggest that's thing? that's something we see a lot in the field is people don't yeah. that they rely on sweet or salty liquids mm. of various descriptions to and dehydrate you a lot quicker.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I'll, I'll put a camel pack in the freezer, freeze it. It keeps your car cool when it when it starts.
0: Uh, your core, people. Sorry, not you, your car. Your <laughs> core. <laughs>
3: <laughs> core. car.
1: You know, so it keeps your core cool. And when it starts melting, it's a, it's a you know, it's a drink. You should make a patch for that. You've got a cool call. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll buy one. Um, with regards to pack out, if, like, uh, blasters, obviously I've got my AK, I've got my M4 V10, I've got the MP5. Um, so which would you
0: choose? Because oh, you can't carry them all.
1: Oh, I'd I like to have two at least. So probably sure. the AK and the, the M4 because of the drum mag. So obviously longevity with rounds, things like that. Um, Reliability at the at of the minute. I don't know. if It was bad batch of gels this weekend. I yeah, don't know we what. had some. We had Oh man, I was yep. it was it was terrible. I was like, what the hell, you know? So
2: I, I blame
0: Roxy So far.
2: <laughs> um, so it's like, shit, yeah, it is her fault Stop <laughs> nodding, Tony <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I can't him tell him to Echner. stop laughing because <laughs> that won't happen
3: <laughs>
1: So yeah, like you said, just had a bad experience with bad gels this weekend But the, the M4 has been pretty reliable for a stock thing The only thing I've had done to it is uh, green O ring, put a bigger spring in And I haven't touched the motor, nothing Alright, so, so imagine mill simming, you've got to walk six, seven k's yeah. How are you going to carry those two blasters? Uh, one's on a sling. That's the practicality. Yeah, one's on a sling, uh, which is a single sling uh, point. And uh, practicality is. Uh, just
2: 6Ks, by the way. Hmm? Just 6Ks. Yeah,
1: so
0: that's just to get to the start. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's just to get the food That's truck. the pre battle march of the deployment <laughs> step. <laughs> yeah. um, we're doing a fifteen clicker today. Eight yeah. k's to get there, fifteen k's, and then you got to walk all the way home. Nice, but we're only doing a fifteen yeah. clicker because that's what the book says. That's <laughs> it.
1: I mean, like you said, it would be the two blasters. I mean, I'd like a like a sidearm, but um, I'm just trying to find a right a, a reputable, decent sidearm that's not going to fall to bits. Uh, they all will. Yeah, pretty much. But especially if I sell
0: it to you. Don't
2: oh. <laughs> say that.
0: Well, my tech is terrible. Like he can't oh, build a no. blaster.
2: I like, I, I like, a,
3: <laughs> you know, it,
2: when you talk, when we're talking about gel soft and and things like that, the blasters, um and, you know, there's the, there's the all metal skins and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and people, some people go, oh yeah, you know, this, I've done this to it, and it, it you know, it, to me, it's, the weight is the you know, I mean, I grew up with mm. an, an SLR, you know. Yeah, so a real SLR. Yeah. Not,
0: not Not a gel blaster that's in no, Because there's a brand called SLR and people yeah. think that is what we're talking
2: about. Yeah, and it's no. so not. No, no, no. You know, a good nine-pound rifle, what, you know. What's that in real talk? Oh, four and and Nine pounds. or, pound four or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. What is it? Uh, do five the maths home, Five kilos yeah. or I'm too manner. lazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, to me, the that that feels comfortable for me, whether it's 6Ks, whether it's 15Ks, whether it's 20Ks, 30Ks, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, but a GAT, as we know it,
0: has to have a balance to it.
2: Well, I was just about to say the balance is important as well, mm. you know, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love seeing new players, especially they'll throw a PEC 15 and a torch and an M203 and all this stuff out the front of the blaster yeah. and then they're trying to get it up every five seconds yeah. I, pro- I probably need to edit that sentence, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it becomes burdensome mm. and not, it doesn't enhance their ability to mm. being. in Again, combat. Again, it
1: reverts back to you know, idea sometimes.
0: 4.08233 kilos. Yeah.
2: Okay. Which, so when you, which, four. which, when you say it doesn't, it, doesn't seem like that much.
0: Well, there's some irony here. The F89, as we carried it in the 90s, before the Razzrails and everything weighed and was roughly, like, within a few mils of the length and weight of the SLR. Yeah. So when I was a recruit instructor and all the recruits were banging on about how heavy the stye was at, like, five milliweights, <laughs> I would carry, as a corporal, going through the obstacle or bayonet training, I would either carry an SLR, because we had one in the armoury, yeah, yeah, or the F89 when the boss was like, you can't carry that thing, I'd yeah. carry an F89 because people were like... Oh, we can't get over the obstacles. It's dog or too heavy. And I'm like, watch and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be over it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about, you know, um, players putting on their, you know, their torches and things like this. Yeah. Again, to me, it's about um, adapting your kit for the environment that you're mm. going into. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it it's great, you know, it looks good and having all of this stuff on there. But it's the practicality of it. Yeah. Y- your rifle's a 17mm spanner.
0: Yeah. Mm. Y- y- if you need a 17 mil bolt, you need a certain spanner for that. Yeah. And you need to have an arsenal of spanners.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. So, if you were going to choose a blaster from the rental shed, which one would it be? Right now, right the now. best one that I've had my hands on so far <laughs> is Tani's. Which one? The Vector. Uh, The Vector. You want to take that? That's the best one that I've had in my hands so far, but I don't like his quick magazine release. (laughs) He's got to do something about that. He's got to do something about that. Comes off too easy. But I can't wait to get my hands on this one that he's building for Parabellum that he's talking about. I want to have a play with that one. Um... So, but like,
0: an M16 wouldn't tickle your fancy, just or, as a bit you of a back I've seen
2: that one. That, I, had a, I had a good old look at that one, but it's on the I, shelf. No, I didn't say that. Mm. What I said is that when I get up there, I'd like to have a play.
0: Ah.
1: Again,
2: it's about getting into situ, looking at what's available,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then having a bit of a play, picking the right weapon. Mm.
0: So, what would your advice to somebody that's only ever played on a weekend... And he's going to Parableum because we we just crossed the sixty mark. We're at sixty-one tickets now. Fantastic! So well done, everybody. Yep. What fifty awesome. of those players have never been to our field? Okay, I don't know whether they've what they've played anywhere else, but they're coming to have a crack at this. As somebody that's never played uh mill sim this way, what what golden gem can
2: you throw at them? Have fun. Yeah, that's it. Hydrate. Yeah. Be safe, have fun, yeah. UV protection. Well, you didn't say health, did you? You didn't say what health and safety gem would you throw at no, them. Like you just said what gem would you throw at them. Well, yeah, you well know, you wouldn't... No, have fun's just exactly yeah, the same. You wouldn't get 60 pe- people at once.
0: People take this too seriously. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, and I don't know how many times I've said this is not about sheep stations or gold bars. No. And you've got to keep that in the back of your head when you're getting angry at somebody for shooting a plastic toy at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. probably say to them,
1: don't have any super expectations of what's going to happen. Just go get involved in the scenarios and evolve into each game as you play it. Or yeah. each, sorry, not game, each situation you play because what's, what's, what's exactly going to happen up there? Is it just going to be like uh,
2: three scenarios? Look, I no, guess, no, I guess, no. I guess the super expectation to expect is that you're going to get shot and not whinge about it. Mm. And you're not going to get shot...
0: 400 times in an hour Like you would At a normal weekend game. That's yeah. right So it's going to be A lot slower pace You're going to be Going from here to there You're going to be Interacting with people Yeah have a bit of A thought up. process not a always of a lot yeah. Shooting is yeah. not Always yeah. the best solution Yeah, yeah. no
1: Yeah no. You know, we found that out on uh, Sunday. You know, we, we we were covering the left flank behind those uh, water, them bollards. Mm. And there was four guys behind the tyres and they were just spraying everybody and I'm, and I'm giving them the signals. Oh yeah, there's two over here on the right. this that and the other. And I'm just said, right, I'm moving up. Just give us some cover. And they were two, the, the, the guys in the team were too busy spraying everybody. And I literally walked past them mm. and took four of them out. And he went, oh, but I shot you. But, well, you didn't. When? because <laughs> Yeah, I says, I took three ewes out. The only person who shot me was the girl behind said, so you were shooting at me, and they were curving around me. You know, I
0: said... That's a uh-huh. big curve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got a bit of gravity. <laughs> yeah. They went into orbit. You know it,
3: guys. <laughs> right?
1: But, you know, so when this guy said, oh, I shot you, I'm like, well, if you'd have shot me, I'd have called my shots, because I'm not one of these that don't call the shots, because for me, that's taken the... the well,
0: that, that doesn't make your reputation as the terminator. I can take 12 shots if five times. you know
1: what I mean? It's
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, oh, I, I, I'll spray him. I've definitely hit him because I've sprayed him. Well, you you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you miss. Yep. No matter how many gels you fire at me, you know.
0: Here's, here's something I'm going to throw at him. Go on, then. At a Milsim, yeah. you, you can't fit a drum magazine to your blaster. Well, there you go.
1: Okay. Why do you think
2: that
0: is?
1: Well, it's it's not per spec as in, out in well, the real world,
2: is it? If you th- Exactly. You
1: know? So... Does an M4 in the real world come with a, a drum magazine like that one? A, have you ever seen a I've special
0: not. ops guy nah. put a drum ma- nah. mag on his... and obviously his practicality, yeah, practicality, yeah, practicality, s- space-saving... Why do you, you think know? the Thompson 45 was wasn't as popular as some of the other rifles out there? Because the drum magazine mm. was cool, but when mm. it came time to change it, mm. there was too much downtime. It's the
1: same with the... Um, oh, what's it called? The, uh, not the Sten. Uh, Lewis. Lewis, the Lewis. Exactly the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, no, so our because there's so few belt-fed style blasters where you can do sustained fire, we say that your section gunner can have a drum mag on whatever blaster they've got, yeah. but that's the only person. And he can be fed by a, a loader that's got a speed loader and yeah. just fills it in the side and he keeps shooting. And
1: again, it's, it's got to come down to the aspect of um, the realism. Obviously, drum mag, it'll probably all a 1,000 gels, uh, you know, so you, but you you can spend an hour on the field, not not have to reload. In real life, you you you're gonna have to carry like ten mags, dump the mag, load it. You know, so yep. yeah, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and imagine trying to carry three, yeah, mags three, yeah, and trying to change that, put it in a dump pouch, get yeah, the man. next one on. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so a uh, little time for word from our sponsor while I go for a, a visit to the little boy's room, and Jimmy Riddle. So that was our sponsor. Nobody. Because we're sponsored by you on Patreon. So we've got four executive producers right now, and they all pay a monthly fee to me, princely sum of like a dollar each. But um, the way this podcast works is all the gear that you're seeing sitting here is paid for by people who support me on Patreon. So thank you to Isaac and Damien and Steve and the guys from Urban Jailball. They all support me on Patreon with a monthly fee to... um, Keep the budgie turning in the cage.
2: What's your Patreon address?
0: I'll drop it in a link. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to do the sponsor thing. I don't want yeah. to pimp my own wares or any of that. I want to keep it yeah. away from that. So um,
2: that's what we've gone the how, Patreon. Just out of it. interest, how long is it, how long has Parabellum been in the making?
0: Um, we announced it on the first of December, and I had it in my mind since Flashpoint last year. Okay. So it's
1: been a collaboration of everybody that's involved here then, or is it just... Yeah, it, it's built by everyone yeah, at the yeah, field, cool.
0: but um, at the end of the day, it's my love child. Mm. And, and what made you pick out Susan River? Really? Um, I've been there many times. I helped Bob set the field up when he first went into gel ball from paintball. Um, so I know the lay of the land, I know the facilities there. Even though it is quite a distance from... Um, Brisbane, it's three, three-and-a-half-hour drive, depending on what part of Brisbane. I think the ability to have a hotel or everywhere from hotel to you lay a swag on the ground on one site, all the meals are taken care of by the staff there, all, all the logistics is taken care of Over overworked that three-hour mm. drive. Mm-hmm. You can spend the night there, have a good night's sleep after the game's finished Get up in the morning refreshed and have all day to get back to wherever you came from. Is it
1: not carrying on through into the night? We We're We're finish at midnight. Yeah. Okay. So, a- not, and
0: that's uh, why it's a mill. It, this is yeah, a mill soft. Yeah. Okay. So it is that first dip your toes in the water for a new player, and, and that's why no sleeping in the field, no pickets, no night patrols, no none of that because it's a level of complexity a new player doesn't need, yeah. and a lot of equipment to buy to be ready for that.
2: I mean, you, you you just brought up the another thought that popped in at my head about you know the equipment and you know what are you going to kit yourself out as, and and I may be wrong here and correct me if I am, but oh, I what, will. <laughs> what, one, one thing that I've noticed over here is, that is is very different in the UK is that you know you go to um, in the UK you can go to a uh, a store and you can buy ex military. Got you know gear, yeah. From the, the, camera,
0: there are disposal stores in Australia that, mm. that where work I like don't that. know. I haven't seen one where? in Brisbane. They're what Brisbane.
2: is one
1: right next to nogra Barracks?
0: There's one here in Centenary. Mm. Is it? There? Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Centenary yeah. Disposals. They're, yeah, they're yeah. probably the best in Brisbane. On, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. burned yeah. down, but oh yeah. Um, there there is a resistance from a lot of people to wearing cam. A lot of people don't. It's a bit like the ACUs. People went, oh, that's a terrible cam. We hate it. And, well and, I'm not just talking about Auscam
2: I'm talking about you know the, the gear as well you know vests and stuff like that because it's not multi-cam or whatever cam they like they yeah.
0: they buy and there is a plethora there's Milsim Supply Australia there's mm. all these people there's 511's and Valhalla Tactical and Cadet Shop and all these places where you can get whatever you want and whatever fl- colour and flavour you want That that's but if it's Australian go. cam then people don't want it not anymore no,
1: no. why do you think that is though
0: I just think they don't don't like that camouflage pattern. It's not, it doesn't have the cool or wow factor that multicam does. Because, let's face it, at the end of the day, everyone that's coming to gel ball is because they want to be that high speed super duper super soldier. Mm. They, they don't do it to be the truck driver or the cook. They mm. they want to be the tip of the spear, so they want to wear what that type of soldier would wear. Do,
1: again, do you think that some of these computer games have that? driving force for a lot of the kids to go out and buy all this stuff to to do what they do.
0: Well, they buy it in the game, too. Yeah, like yeah. They will yeah, literally that's spend crazy. money on yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a crazy. skin that gives you no ability. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been guilty of it, too, and I'm a Ghost Recon guy, I'll play that, and people went, oh, well, why are you shooting the foul? I said, well, it's because I've got an attraction to that's it, right, but yeah. um, I found... Preference? Yeah, it, it's a personal preference. It's not because of its ballistic performance or anything else, no. but... I've adapted my gameplay to its abilities, yeah, not yeah, the other yeah, way around. Yeah.
1: So, obviously, Parabellum, you've got, like you say, uh, a lot of kids going up there with first-time off-the-shelf blasters, things like that. How do you think their reaction to the, the scenario or the, the role playing up there is going to be? Do you think they'll be going, I, I think oh, role-playing
0: did- will be one of the biggest challenges for people, mm-hmm. and that's why we have a dedicated team of people that are NPCs, non-player characters so that they can see somebody else hamming it up a bit and going, oh, I'm the local doctor, but if you want to come here and get the, all that stuff, um, if they see other people doing that, it will feel socially appropriate. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they go to a milsim somewhere, some other milsims don't like uh, role play. And that's cool. It, everyone should have their own flavour of ice cream. I've said that a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I want the player to drive their experience by interacting with other players. And for them to enjoy it and come back multiple times. Uh, not mm. even that, just so that they get that experience that I deliver and then they can go, that's not for me. I, I mm. want to be in a group that gets orders and goes and does a thing mm. and not think some people... like there's, there's military guys that are like, there is no way I want some dickhead telling me oh, I'm the local doctor, mm. the nuclear holocaust is about... To they don't want that. They they want to put their thumb and bum nine in neutral and just be number two gun. Hmm. But hmm. everyone's got different needs. Hmm.
2: What do you, What do you think? Um, what do you think that the young kids are going to get out of it, other than the the experience? You know what what what? Um, well, it's all in the name. Parabellum is
0: Latin for. Prepare for war. It is their first step
2: to get ready to Milton. I don't want any more What are the that. values, I guess what I'm saying is, what are the values do you think they're going to get from it, this whole experience? If you think about what, we, what values we got as veterans yep. Yep. from being in the military, um, do you think they're going to get any of those values? Do you think um, over time, if they continue to play that...
0: If we look at Sunday when we did the Millsoft, why, and and people are confused as to why I said there should be one referee, not a bunch of referees on a Sunday. Mm. That's because I want the community to go, I have to be honest. Mm. There is nobody watching me. I have to be honourable. Yes. That's the the deliverable for me, is people just call their own hits. Yes. It's not because somebody's watching, it's because it's the right thing to do. Integrity.
1: Uh, Yeah, I see that, but I think...
0: And self-reliance. Yes.
3: Yeah.
1: A lot of the, probably the newbies or the young kids that come into it, they'll probably get confused on, on why there's there's more than one referee and, you know, they might get misconstrued on the, the rules of the game and one referee might say this, other one might say that, whereas there's one guy, one rules, easy yep. to follow. Yep. Am I right?
0: You know, um, look, um, I, I, I was involved in Asian Predator and we had a 42-page rule book and for a certain subset of players... That is exactly what they want. And that is exactly Mm -hmm. what you need to run that style of game. Mm -hmm. But what I, my personal take on it is there was too much barrier to entry for that first player to go, all right, I've played a weekend game. What have I got to do to mill sim? And they see all these people with lots of expensive equipment and doing things that they don't understand. They're like, all right, well, so why have we tourniquet what's that yeah, all about yeah. do i put yeah. it on now or do I, oh, once it's i've got it on so many I, raised eyebrows when that was brought to light i was like yeah
1: it, it's not hard to understand it's it's re-enacting. not but yeah. every, everyone yeah. learns
0: in a different way yeah. so we yeah. can't throw them in the deep end first we've got to give them a couple of small experiences so that they can then go out and do the Millsims and have a quality experience mm. i want these guys to from this weekend to in a couple of weeks' time, go to Toowoomba and do their Milsim or go to ComSims and do mm. their Milsim mm. so that they can go, all right, I've got a little bit of experience under my belt, mm. so when I go to that more serious, more important, more whatever you want to call it, event that is a higher level of Milsim, if you will, that they can have a better experience there, that they have learned, they've done they're recruit
2: not, they're training. They're not so much out their depth. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: They, and they can take mm. aspects of each like each location's scenario or Milsim to them to the next one and like you say, evolve well, and well,
2: well the other thing as well is that if they go to these more um higher level more involved yeah more longer involved. Periods.
0: there's um, three day mil
2: sims yeah we
0: literally you're out there three days three nights uh, i don't want to throw somebody into that as their first experience even at an ex-cadet might have some of the bushcraft for that but they don't have the experience to be on alert and on guard and in that combat yeah, yeah. frame of mind for three yeah. days, yeah, and to do that, You've you need a week a, off. Yeah. You need a couple of days to be there, get ready, and a couple of days at the end to pack
2: down, yeah, you take a breath, you, and yeah, they do, typically can't turn it on as quick and as often, yeah, as you need to sometimes. In as some veterans know, yeah, you know, do you find that? With it giving them that little bit of experience, so that they can go to the more serious, shall we say? And I'm not saying that obviously, you yeah, know, yeah, wounded yeah, yeah. heroes no. aren't serious. Yeah. All right, um, but do you find that the the less likely to be excluded out of a, a, a group, for example, you know, like where there's teams know. and stuff like that? Uh,
0: the, my hope um, with the way we've set up the mentors is that all of a sudden the teams that go you know what, we're going to throw ourselves as mentors at this, mm. we will double in size. Mm. And that when they go to another team somewhere else, they've got a bunch of new players that they've spent time training with and working with, mm. just like you would with a footy team. You go and train yeah. once a week for three. It don't have to be you go and play at a field and you, you practice your drills and when you go to that team, you are competitive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: I missed
3: something.
0: You did? Oh, didn't was- you get your cup of tea?
2: No, I didn't get my cup of tea the slice of cake, and huh, Sally? <laughs> you remember uh, that.
0: What's that in English?
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> Slow it down, Brian. Okay. Without sounding like a spaz. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably a bad word. We should probably edit that out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Without sounding slow. <laughs> Without sounding yeah. as though you've got
1: a single digit IQ, is what you want to say. Well, that is me. Don't don't put yourself down like that, mate. What made you...
0: Well, my single digit's infinity. It's just like a a figure eight on its side. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Use that
1: every day, mate, when I'm testing. Any sparkies out there know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, Um, boy. Tony, you remember Ohm's Law? (laughs) 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 He wants to hurt somebody.
2: Didn't he eat pie? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: ate a pie
3: sorority.
2: Have you yeah.
0: ordered pizza? Cool. Um, yeah, so for everyone at home, we're going to stop for another break in a second because pizza, pizza. Ah. It's a thing at Wounded Heroes because it's the only... Like, if you look at us on a map, you would think Uber Eats. You would think DoorDash. You would yeah. think... Because of where we are behind the prison, this this little cut out of everyone's delivery maps where only certain... Pla- Red Rooster... Um, Domino's And I think it's one or two other places That will deliver here All the big apps Sorry we don't deliver them We in that have area. that same
1: situation Where we live right We've got a Macca's Down the road right On Mogul mm-hmm. Road right We live in Beaufort Crest It is the dome mind out there. Shush, Just just, just <laughs> chill right They will not deliver To anybody Within Mogul or Bell Bowery mm-hmm. For us to get a delivery Where do we go Where have we got to get it from Red Bank Plains
0: Well that will be nice and warm When it gets here. Yeah not <laughs>
1: so yeah I feel a pain mm. I do I think all the
2: big companies don't deliver out here anymore because they were sick of their prisoners ordering it and not being able to get <laughs> I, in I, honestly <laughs> I
0: think that's what it is is that somebody would order something say I'll go to X Grindle Road yeah. and the delivery driver wouldn't pick up on what number and get there and go and he's looking <laughs> uh, he's looking at the bed
1: sheets or the, the bar wire fence going uh, is that a pizza I can like imagine being
0: the, the screw on the gate that like another pizza delivery sorry mate can't in. Yeah. Yeah. Can I at least deliver it. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be like a hacksaw in there or something like okay. off your pot.
2: Since when do Peters look like files? <laughs> 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 so after Parabellum,
3: mm-hmm.
1: are you going to wait? Sorry, I didn't jump in. But are you going to wait to see the feedback on
0: that? Or are you just going to go straight into something else? No, no. We're going to do. Uh, you guys are familiar with Flashpoint? Yeah. So we did Flashpoint quite a little while ago. So uh, the next thing I do will be the sequel to Flashpoint. Okay. Um, and we've had some feedback and ideas on that. Um, obviously, that's so different to Millsim
3: yeah.
0: that it, it attracts a totally different group of people. Did
3: it's you get any
1: like footage of that scenario at the time? Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, we were live on Channel 7. And yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is. <laughs> no, yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff out yeah. there
1: for it. But have you put like a montage together and i lead every up to time i
0: hear the word montage i think of team america world police there's got to be a montage
1: <laughs> for a good move, you know yeah well, you know what i'm saying i put a montage together this is what happened here this is yeah we did live videos here. and all
0: that stuff on the day okay. but did, you, did um, you post it no no i did live videos and didn't post them i don't know <laughs> i haven't seen them i thought you worked in it I don't. He's one for Andrew.
1: He's <laughs> one for the wife. It was recorded live. That's mm. all I'm saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so when I go live on Facebook, people watch it in real time and then it's kept on Facebook. No, I haven't post. seen any.
2: I haven't seen any on Facebook.
0: Yet because we had our own page for the event. It wasn't on the Mill page. It was a flat. Because we were promoting that more as a LARP, not as a Mill So we saw a separation in branding there. So we ran that. Sort of so separately. is the page still up? Yeah, it's called Operation Parabellum now. Ah, there you <laughs> So go. if you hunt back through the Operation Parabellum page, okay. um, and when we change to the next event, we'll change mm. the flavour of the page and go, mm. all right, this next... We'll probably call it the Wounded Heroes Events page or something eventually, but mm. as we promote an event, we'll change the name of that page and the latest information. That way the people that have been to previous events know where to follow. Mm. They get fed rather than creating new IP every time. Mm.
1: Yep. So, you got this parabellum coming up this, this weekend. Yep. Uh, expectations hopefully going to be good. Um, I'm just
0: hoping it won't rain.
1: Yeah, but that adds to everything everything it. I know, I yeah.
0: Ask Tony. Tony, what happens whenever I run an activity? It belts down. We went to Wootle, which is out near Kuya, just the other on the range, like. Every dam was dry. There was cracks in the ground that were you could put your hand into. Hadn't rained for three years enough to. While we were there, we filled all the dams on a one day activity.
2: Look, I was in, I was that in, is my thing. I was in basic training when the '86 um, to- tornadoes hit the UK, you know, and uh, I was I got trench foot because I was standing in water for so bloody long, you mm-hmm. know, and and. Um, Good times, good drills. <laughs> Remember it, fondly Back in the day, uh, there's nothing that nothing like keeping yourself warm with dry, you know, dried out mud.
0: Mm. Yep. <laughs> uh, look, my experience of like the whole embrace the suck thing. Um, I used to love the idea of showing people the. The shitty parts of defence But at the end of the day People are planning to do this mm. This is What they're doing Instead of going on a holiday So I need to soften it up a little And mm. and
3: make it not more what
0: they, Well <laughs> Make it what they want yeah. Not no. what I want to deliver mm. I need to recalibrate my Because Some of the ideas I had uh, That EP was Some of the reasons it doesn't exist now Is because of my ideas and because of the way I wanted to run things.
2: But you can't control the weather, you know I mean? Uh, oh, uh, no, no. I'm the event will generally continue.
0: You should wear this uniform or this faction should carry this blood. A lot of that, I'm firmly... Crossed my heart, that was me. Mm. Um, and it was too early for the community to do that. Because people, like... The RXAK just came out just before we ran Eastern Predator 1. There was no Alpha Kings. There was no... Azarales, well as there was no other AK. It was the first AK on the market that wasn't just a hollow plastic piece of snot. Mm. Uh, we had the AK-12s and some of that stuff, but it wasn't a reliable blaster compared to what the RX was at the time. Um, and you still use an RX now, don't you? Mm.
3: Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. But, yeah, we're too, too big too early. Mm. Um, and hopefully ComSIMS have, has caught the the wind on that and they're ready to to do that style of Milsim now and they'll kick goals.
1: Do you think your progress on to maybe moving on to like a, an abandoned airstrip or something like that or some scenario where... There
0: may or may not be further plans in the future. I, I want to stick with Milsoft simply because there's not enough people that want to MilSim to fragment the industry and have multiple people running MilSims at low capacity. I would rather that the people that focus on doing MilSims do that. I can do anything else.
2: Do you think there's much fragmentation in the
3: industry?
0: Have you looked at the industry? Look, no matter what human group there is, there will be some uh, aspect of tribalism, people will together, and go with a a faction or a group or whatever. That just is human nature. So there's always going to be people that go, well, I barrack for Collingwood, therefore Essendon supporters are
2: bad. I think good, I, I think it'd be good if everybody could promote each other's
1: you know. Yeah, think, yeah but that's on. something you brought to light, wouldn't it, on um the other week? With regards to everybody like conflabbing together about certain operations being on uh, it. Look, um, what know.
0: I do is I, I tell people you will get three months' notice for what I do and it will be listed on soft ops. Mm. That that is pretty public, that is well in advance. So um I I don't run tenant events a year. It's all right, Tani's in the room distracting everyone. That's my kryptonite, guys. I was warning you about it earlier. There's always something that beeps in the room. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what I do is I put my stuff in soft ops um, and we can de-conflict as an industry by looking at somebody like soft ops that isn't an operator and going, all right, they've got one there, I'll do mine there. We can do that. And if I see somebody else has already got a date... Because essentially we all work on full moon cycle, mm. because to play at night you need to have a full moon. So we we're gonna have conflict because there's only so many weekends in a month that are got a full moon. So we have to space it out for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are gonna go to some events and not others because they prefer strawberry to chocolate.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that. Uh, um, oh, it's kind of. More along the lines of, you know, the organisers or the... uh, It's not going to happen, yeah, I can imagine.
0: Oh, look, yeah, I I try to keep away from any of the politics and stuff and try and have every interaction I do is a positive interaction or I just walk away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm too old and too cynical to be involved in politics and bullshit.
2: And that's one thing that I got from this weekend just gone, you know, the Sunday was that uh, uh, a lot of the, you know, the, 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 there was obviously a group there with, uh, you know, a birthday that was involved and, you know, speaking to the mothers at the debrief after the debrief, you know, mm. they loved it mm. and they you know, one, they said, Oh well, yeah, we'll definitely be back, you know. Mm. And uh, it was good to get that feedback from the mothers because, yep. you know, there's obviously um, – not obviously, but sometimes there's a bit of a perception from mothers that, that you know it's not for their children, you know? Yeah,
0: or it's not for a girl
2: or it's not That's for me. That's right, yeah, yeah.
1: Do you think that was a spur of the moment emotion for the mothers
0: to see the kids having a good time? No, a no, few got involved and in, um, we got a couple of the refs to go over and explain what was happening on the field so that the people watching mm. knew the story that was unfolding in front of them. So they were going, oh, so they've got to get that guy in the blue shirt. He has to go from here yeah, to there. Yeah, there was a couple of guys. So they could be involved as... Yeah. Uh, people watching yeah. the game as well, because we have, for those that haven't been here, we've got quite a long linear field, so you can walk up and down the field on one edge and be able to see everything, yeah. and one of the reasons we built the field the way we did is so people can sit there and watch their kids play, yeah. or watch their mates play if they've got a bung leg or whatever, and still be somewhat involved. Yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah, there was a couple of guys videoing the kids and whatnot, and obviously I got taken out, or I came outside unloaded and I was just stood there and was encouraging Richard and a few of the other teams and this, that, and the other. And one of the guys made a comment. He said, oh, you get uh, quite into it, don't you? He says, well, yeah, you know. He says, a, there is a, a reality factor involved in doing this, you know. Um, it's not a suspension of disbelief. Yeah, hmm. you know. They just think it's people just we them blasters about just let's mm. go, you know. And, There's some depth. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they don't realize what's involved in organising this from your from your mm. your your point of view and what it takes to get like you say where you're at. You mm. know, it's took you however long, how many years to get where you're at. About you know, and a half years. You know, uh, and it's still building. It's getting bigger. Um, like you say, I've only built myself and Richard only have been involved since last year, middle of last year. Mm. And man and what we've seen in those like six, seven months, fantastic. Yep. You know. Um and like I can see it just getting better and like you said, the people that are getting involved getting uh, involved with the heart as well, not just Yep.
0: Um that's a double edged sword for me. Um it, it is my weakness as well, is spending too much time here. Yeah. Um I what what time is it at night now? Like we're at some ridiculous time at mm. night. We've been here for For all day, and that, I don't have a full-time job, so this is my full-time job, Mm. Mm. but I need to have a life-work balance, and I need to make sure the people that volunteer here don't Mm. over-give, because I've I've seen someone, best mates, be here, volunteer, give too much of themselves, we suck too much out of them, burn them out, ask too much of them, and and they walk away fried.
2: But that's like any volunteer organisation, you know. Uh, the, yeah, the, you know, it happens at the and, and yeah. stuff like
1: that, you know. I mean, it's down to that community group to recognize those pitfalls in that person or that group of people to say, oh, hang on a minute, right? Okay. You need to take a step back for a bit, take a break, da da da. And that's what I see here. I see that from you and all your staff, you know. Um, which is a good thing. Like you say, you don't want to have all these volunteers going, oh man, I'm here every week, I'm getting to the point now where it's just monotonous, da 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 you don't want that. You
0: know. well, one of the things I'm most guilty of and I'm least conscious of is when I see somebody that's a volunteer, they come to play, I'll often they'll go, oh, can you just help me with this? And uh, to me, that is a really toxic thing because mm. when somebody comes to play, I should let them play. Mm. I shouldn't ask them for help, we should plan better.
1: Yeah, but you can't plan yeah, everything but, yeah, 100%. <laughs> no, It's no. It's called life, you know. Yeah. Unexpected things happen. I turned up to play on Sunday and obviously Rich was the lead uh, ref, uh, you know. Well, he was
0: by the end of the day when oh, I, fr- <laughs> I was fried. Yeah,
1: you know. Um, and I, I said, if you need to have a break or whatever, I'll step in, you know. And again, it's down to each individual's sort of like attributes and thought process on why we're here.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. It's not, you know, it's not a, a self indulgent thing. It's yep. you know, it's it's a. What a I
0: try to say to volunteers when I try to actively recruit a specific person is, I say, I want you here one day a month, yep. one weekend. Give me one day. The rest of your life, do whatever else. Play any play somewhere else. Mm. Like if you want to play, go and play somewhere else. Because there is no guarantee you won't get sucked into the void when you're here. So please go and play at, at Spec Ops. Please go and play at Gorilla. Please go and play with Cathy at Hardcore. Because when you do that, you come back as a better ref. Yeah. Because you have a breadth of experience and you've had a break. You've got to pew-pew. You've seen how other people do things and you can take the best from all of them.
3: Yeah.
1: That's something we've got to look at doing. Like said, you say, know, getting going and gems and that out and going a bit further afield, like, like say to... Go and, say and see
0: Kathy. Like the first one, I'm going to tell you to do Kathy at Hardcore. Book in, do a, a CQB session with her. Totally different way of doing things. Well,
1: that's the thing with the boys; that they're not keen on the CQB either because it's a bit, no. it's a bit too much in the face, mm-hmm. you know. And again, is I don't. Well, know. she
0: she's got different rules to us to manage that okay. because that she is an indoor field. She runs her ship that way to. Suit certain things, and yes, it attracts the speedy boys. Mm. Um, and she runs a separate speedball competition for that. Mm.
2: Mm. One thing that, um, I kind of got from uh this place as well is that uh, hepatitis mm. B <laughs> no. <laughs> no, going back, going you know, kind of, and, and it's a big thing for me, especially you know, having children is that you know, the when my kids come here. Um, and yeah, you know, you say, hey, Rich, I'm burnt out Can you just do this for me? Then yes, I'm happy to step in and, and help out um, But what does, that, what does my child see when that happens? Yeah. What values does he get from that? Yeah. And, and the, you know, obviously I've got my daughter as well And when she came here and you saw her on Sunday, you know A trooper, yeah. you know, a, an absolute trooper yep. And she got a lot of value from that as well you know, a lot of character values.
0: Yeah. There there are a bunch of veterans that play here because it's the one place that they can really connect with their child. Mm. Not and, and their child might be six, might be seven, might be a girl, mm. might be a boy, but it's some way they can connect about the soldier, sailor, and that they were mm. with the child that they have now and it's, it's a shared experience that they can show that child mm. and go, well this is a bit of what I used to do yeah, without yeah. all the terrible parts and the yeah, yeah. trauma and the the tears and the medals and the parades. Mm.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And and that that is one of the things that keeps me going. Mm. It's is seeing that. Mm. We're getting very deep
2: now. But that again goes back to the the values of of wounded heroes. You know, um, back to those core values for the veterans and their families and siblings. Yeah. You know, their children. Absolutely. And when I was talking to Martin, you know, the other the other week, um, you know, he mentioned that as well.
0: Yeah, we we've got um like all the guys that volunteer during the day and whatnot, it's family first. If you don't need to be here, don't need mm. don't be here just because it's busy time or we've got something on, make sure you've You've got your ducks in a row at home first.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's an escape for people.
0: Yeah. Know? And it's as a, long yeah. as it's a healthy escape, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody needs that escape, be it
0: gel blasting, be it golf, be it whatever, you know what I mean? So well, um this afternoon we had two guys come down and get on whippersnippers for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um Tony got out on the big five reel golf mower thing that's like the size of my car at Plus, yeah. And he just got on that and enjoyed just mowing mm. and that can be a, a really cathars- like for me one of the reasons i'm still involved with tractors and i've got the nickname tractor for a reason is because driving a tractor and doing what we used to call on the farm a beautiful circle mm. has catharsis mm. G- getting that that simple act you, it, it is meditative for me to get out and mm. just mow four football fields that's you can see exactly what you've done. It's done the way you've done it. There's no politics or bullshit or special rules. You just—it's just you and the grass.
2: Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah, and some people, you know, d- you know, I like de- that. That—that's the same thing for me with painting. And it sounds crazy, but like painting a house, for example. Oh, I, I thought think.
0: you were going to be like pro
2: heart No, not at all, no. Mister Heart! Von Gore. <laughs> in English. <laughs> Van yeah.
3: Gogh, yeah, Australia. Exactly, mate. Yeah,
0: and yeah. yeah, no, I hear what
2: you're saying. Mm. Mm.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure I can hear a pizza truck arriving. Absolutely. Or was that? The bats. <laughs> um, well, we've done an hour and a half. That's yeah, a pretty solid. Pretty I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You know what the good news about that is? What? There's going to be a couple of people that message me and go, you bugger, I can't listen to that in one transit to work. I'm going to have to break this up over <laughs> two or three days to and from work. Cause well, I hope it's been entertaining for everybody. And well, we'll find out because yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tune you into the metrics and let you know how many listens and where they're from. I'll, yeah. I'll show you it from – I'm often really amused as to exactly who listens yeah. and the power of the information that I get from that's astonishing – like, uh, there's, there is a guy, there is one IP address in Spain that listens to every podcast within 12 hours of release. Oh, wow. No idea who this guy is. If you're out there, send me an email, Travis at um mm. Yeah, I probably said that too fast for you. Yeah.
2: Send it in English as well.
0: Send it in, <laughs> in español. <English. laughs>
2: Speak England. Sprockens <laughs> in I spoke in
0: English mm. when I was a brat. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
1: so so feedbacks. Obviously, you're getting good feedback from this, then. or
0: Been doing it for two years now. Yeah. 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 So, Mark, yeah. How have you
1: been dealing with the negative feedback from comments like what we may have said tonight about guys with the? Nah, stuff? Uh, no,
0: it's fine. Yeah, good. It's that's fine. Feedback. Feedback. Every Every bit of feedback's good. Mm. Mm. Um, people want to throw mud; they can throw mud. Yeah. People want to be special about things; they can be. Mm. And this is not. You're not conscripted to listen to a podcast. If you don't want to listen, you don't listen.
1: You know, like only say, everybody's got an opinion we Express Now is. Everybody, each to their own with regards to how they want to do things. Yep. No dramas and things like that. As long as they don't force on anybody else, then you know, there's no
0: issues. Yeah, the The interesting thing is I'm going to leave the studio set up where it is here because Dan Tyne, the guy who owns OzGel, is going to be here at 11 tomorrow. So we're going to talk about the OzGel Ultra Elite Uber Doobers. Wow. And obviously, there's a lot of talk in the industry about, oh, they're too hard, they're too this, they're too, oh, we should ban them, we shouldn't ban them. Um, so, I'm going to talk to the man, the, the guy that... Too
2: hard compared
0: to what? Paintball? Who cares? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, um, Francis from Spec Ops, he said, no, nah, I don't want him on my field. And guess what? It's his field. That's right, yeah. His rules. Yeah, don't yeah. like it. Don't spend yeah. your money there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plenty of people still want to go there. Yeah. And don't yeah. don't I mean, lose sleep over it, peeps.
2: Yeah.
1: Obviously, the pros of having harder gels is the guys that have all the mil-spec stuff on...
0: Might it, feel it for a change. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. call the shots, mentioned sure. people that we've phase. seen on the weekend. But, <laughs> you know,
1: um, it might just give that ante to people that are firing at them with all this stuff on. Like, oh, yeah, this guy has felt it. He's not ignoring that he's being shot. You mm. See where I'm going with this? Mm. After the couple mm. of experiences we've had,
0: mm. you know, um Just yell, I'll call your effing and Hits bro Adam. Oh that, mate That always works. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mate when you stood you
1: stood there and he's on the corner of a fort and you mag dumped on him mm. and he's like, Yeah bro he didn't get me so I said to the young kid, throw your grenade, threw the grenade. He stepped back about a meter and he went, Yeah, he didn't get me. I went, Mate, it's a five metre radius. Mm. Mm. You know, and then he shot his own teammate. I was like <laughs>
0: mm. yeah, anyway. yeah Those people don't hang around. They can go play somewhere else, I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They won't feel welcome here. Yeah. All right, so oh yeah. um, it's uh, the pizza's here, so thank you. We, we'd better get you some Nathan Kirby-approved pineapple pizza.
2: And yeah. I'm, I'm glad the listeners could understand me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm going to get some emails about you. Yeah, well, his expected. name is Brian. 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 All right, so this has been Tractor. It's been the Joel Wall and Mill Sim podcast. This is my old mate, Kevin McLeod. He always uh, lets us out. So you can download his music on incomptech.com. <laughs>